Marvelites, you are listening to This Week in Marvel, episode number 358. I'm Ryan Panagos, aka Marvel's Agent M, and I'm flying solo this week. Jamie's on assignment, and it is a hectic week here at Marvel headquarters. We have the holiday, and I'm a traveling, which you'll hear about in a second, but let's get right into the top news, which, whew, what a week. We got two huge releases and out now, holy cow, it is so fun to say, Marvel Spider-Man has been released for PlayStation 4. Reviews hit earlier this week, and people love it. By the time you're listening to this, I'll have taken part in PlayStation's awesome countdown to launch livestream direct from Insomniac Games headquarters. You can rewatch the stream at PlayStation.com slash spider dash man it's like you make sure the hyphen is in there or else you i don't know where you go and it was packed with lots of fun behind the scenes action cool guests lots of art and really neat stuff uh i also posted some fun bonus content on my twitter and instagram which is agent m as well as our show facebook page which is at facebook.com slash this week in marvel and in celebration of the game's release, our interview this week will be with the dashing duo of Eric Monticelli, Marvel Games producer on Marvel Spider-Man, and James Stevenson, Insomniac Games director of Community. I just genuinely adore both of those fellas, and this is a cool behind-the-scenes talk, uh, sort of look at why you'll love the game. But that's not all. Oh, no. No, no, no. Because also out now, season two of Marvel's Iron Fist on Netflix. The 10-episode season goes into some really cool directions and kind of surprised me in some really rad ways. No spoilers, but I am jazzed for y'all to see this season. And next week, we have a special bonus episode of This Week of Marvel with showrunner Raven Metzner. And you best believe we talk a bit about the events at the end of the season. So go check out Marvel's Iron Fist Season 2 exclusively on Netflix. Now, on to the things that we're hyped about this week, comma, including news. Speaking of awesome things, Earth's Mightiest Show published their episode and plenty of extras from our visit to Mopop in Seattle visiting the Marvel Universe of Superheroes exhibit. It's so much fun, and you can watch it on Marvel.com or on the Facebook or on the YouTube, but there's a ton of content that the EMS team put out, and I'm, I'm in a bunch of it, and it's a lot of fun. Stay tuned for our episodes and our content around that exhibit. Uh, we had a blast there. On the cosmic comic side of things, uh, it is now known that Donny Cates and Jeff Shaw, the team behind Thanos Wins, are doing Guardians of the Galaxy. You can see some dope hashtag who are the Guardians teaser artwork on Marvel.com and in the pages of this week's Thanos Legacy comic. And like I said on Marvel's Polish show, I heard Donny's plans for the book way back when, and it is B-A-N-A-N-A-S... So fun. Uh, New York Comic Con is fast approaching, like one month away. Will you be there? Let me know. Let us know. Uh, we're going to have some really cool stuff for Twim and Pullist fans. And if you can't make it, there'll be other ways to enjoy it all. But I want to see y'all. want to high five y'all. I want to give y'all fun stuff. I know at San Diego, we had pins and we had lanyards. And it stands to reason that we'll have more than that at New York Comic Con. So I'm looking forward to giving it to y'all. Before we get into our interview for this episode, just want to give a uh, thanks to our advertiser for this episode, ZipRecruiter. And you know what's not smart? Job sites that overwhelm you with tons of the wrong resumes. You know what is smart? ZipRecruiter.com slash week. Unlike other job sites, ZipRecruiter does not wait for candidates to find you. No, ZipRecruiter finds them for you. Its powerful matching technology scans thousands of resumes, identifies people with the right skills, education, and experience for your job and actively invites them to apply. 
So you get qualified candidates fast. No more sorting through the wrong resumes. No more waiting for the right candidates to apply. It's no wonder that ZipRecruiter is rated number one by employers in the U.S. And right now, our listeners can try ZipRecruiter for free at this exclusive web address, ZipRecruiter.com week. That's ZipRecruiter.com W-E-E-K. ZipRecruiter.com week. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. And it's interview time here on TWIM. Uh, this week, we are talking about Marvel's Spider-Man for PlayStation 4. I hope you guys are jamming on this game already. If you are not, if you need a little bit of incentive, I hope this conversation helps get you there because it is with two dudes I really like. One is James Stevenson, who works in Insomniac. He's been there, I don't know, like 13 years. He and I were talking about this recently. It's nuts he's been there so long. Uh, and then the other one is Eric Monticelli, whom I've known, gosh, for so long. He... He's worked at a bunch of cool places in games, but now he works at Marvel Games. So it's been really nice to see everything come together. And um, Marvel Spider-Man PlayStation 4, gorgeous game, super fun. You all know that. This interview was done actually a couple months ago at E3 2018, sort of the first time we let fans play the game. And the interview talks about a whole bunch of things. I like to get into the background of these guys, but also the process of this. So I think it's still evergreen and fun, uh, especially if you're not a hardcore gamer, which hopefully you'll learn a lot about the process and, and really like why this game is so much fun. So check it out. Marvel Spider-Man for PlayStation 4, available now. And this interview is also available now? Yes. How y'all doing? Doing great. This is awesome. awesome. This is yeah, fun. Really good. We were trying to figure out where to, to do this episode, and they were like, do you want to just do it right in the middle of the action? Yeah. That's the coolest thing. Right it in is the middle. Cool. Like, you know, you... There was a time not that long ago at E3 where if we had tried to do this across the way from the Nintendo booth, we would have just heard Pokemon music the entire time, <laughs> blasting our ears out. So this is pretty sweet to be able to sit here and do this. It's yeah. Nice. How many E3s have you guys been to? This, this is my 19th. 19th. Oh. You're uh, still a baby, too. I uh, am. Uh, yeah, I've been coming for a very long time. Conker's Bad Fur Day was like old school N64 stuff was back when I first came to E3. So it's been a very long, a lot of E3s. Yeah, this is... 13, I think, for me, so a little behind. I got, uh, first thing I remember was probably Bioshock as when I worked on. Nice. So what were your first games, your first, like, jobs in gaming? Well, I, I worked as a gaming journalist when I was a teenager, so I wrote for magazines like Cinescape, Now Playing, uh, Laptop, a bunch of others. Uh, Matt Burtz is an editor at Game Informer, was my editor way back in the day, and uh, I did that, and then from there, I've been at Insomniac for the last 12 years basically helping manage that community and growing all the various parts of Insomniac's yeah. community and social media and all that sort of good stuff. So, My first job, it was actually with a small company called New York Tokyo, and we put on these video game events, and we put on like fighting game tournaments and things, and we actually did something in Central Park. It was crazy. And then I jumped in, uh, I joined 2K, and I worked on, actually, one of my first games was Fantastic Four and the Rise of the Silver Surfer. So that was kind of crazy. I didn't even realize that. I didn't. I, I didn't connect that until I joined Marvel and I was like, wait, this is my first game in the industry, honestly, yeah. You joined Marvel, what, two years ago? About two years ago, Two yeah. years ago, and you dove right into Marvel Spider-Man. Oh. Yes. What was, what was that like when you got to Marvel? Because you came from where? You were Infinity Ward right beforehand? Yep. Naughty Dog before With that? that. Yeah. Um, Capcom. Capcom, of and course. 2K. And 2K. Yeah, yep. Okay. So what's that like when you joined Marvel? Where, where do you go into it? 
Man, it was just, uh, it was sort of trial by fire. It was really good to just jump in. I felt like I came back to the PlayStation family in a lot of ways too, because of the Naughty Dog connection. But yeah, it's really cool to see like video games approached from a very high level entertainment perspective which has been really awesome, so I enjoy that. Yeah, it was awesome having Eric join the team because it was like, oh man, you know, the guy we know well from like having worked with Naughty Dog and been friend super friendly with Naughty Dog and guy we all like really like and trust and who totally has worked on all the same types of games that, you know, these big story-driven like blockbuster games that kind of like we were going for and so his expertise on the team was super, super Only valuable. Only like three people quit, right? All, yeah, yeah, only, only, only yeah, three. You only chase a couple <laughs> okay. people out. No, I remember you emailing me, be like, "Hey, I'm going to interview for a job yeah. at Marvel. It should be pretty cool. Hopefully, I get it." Right. Like, yeah, so I like I forwarded an email. I'm like, yeah, I love Eric," and they're like, "Yeah, we know Eric. Yeah, we're <laughs> specifically <laughs> trying to bring him in. Right. It was great going from the journalism side of things to the brand side of things is really interesting. What would can you speak to what that was like? For you, I mean, it's obviously been a long time, yeah. but I did that. I was at Wizard Magazine, and I came to Marvel, yeah. and it's it's just fascinating to make that transition and, and then how your mind changes. Yeah, you know, I, I got into it because I wanted to come to E3. Like, that was journalism. Like, I, I, I just, I was like a kid reading magazines, like, well, I want to go to E3. He's like, how do I go to E3? Well, the public doesn't get to go to E3. Now you do. Now I just buy a ticket and I'd probably be like a, an accountant or something silly, you know? But back then I was like, well, the only way to go is to, like, actually do something in the industry. The only thing you can do when you're 14 is write about video games. So I always wanted to be involved. And honestly, I developed a good relationship with Insomniac. I loved Ratchet and Clank. Uh, it's a series of games that I really, really liked. I covered them. I did a lot of stuff in Cinescape on Insomniac and on Ratchet. And so I developed that relationship. And I was getting out of college at the time. And uh, they're like, hey, we're thinking about like bringing someone in to do, you know, like help kind of with some of the marketing stuff, but really help more with the community because Resistance was coming out. It's going to have a big online shooter component. And they knew they needed to build like a whole community side around that. And they're like, oh, like you can. I had some computer science background. Like you can program, you can write, you can do, you can do all this stuff. I had a toolbox, and Insomniac is a small studio. There's maybe 125 people at the time, so it's like you got to be like a five-tool player uh, to put it in Eric terms. I understood uh, that very yeah. well. Yeah. Is that, what sport is that? Baseball. Baseball. Great. Yeah, go. <laughs> catching, hitting, pitching, 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 throwing, fielding, speed, field, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. slaloming, speed, speed, yeah. curling. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, and then it was. I think the transition was great because it was like, I kind of knew it. I'd been doing video game stuff. I'd just been on the other side, and it's kind of like, instead of E3 walking up to a booth and talking to someone, I'm the person standing there, and I can help people do the stuff they need to do because I've been that person dealing with it, and I can anticipate those answers. And, but even our creative director on Spider-Man, uh, Brian Intahar, he was a longtime video game editor at EGM and 1UP, so he's always thinking about it from as a fan. He's a huge Spider-Man fan, and as a video game journalist, like, what do people want to see? And I think that's given him uh, has given him a huge leg up because when we think about these events like E3, both he and I are like trying to think like, what is this going to be like to play this game and write about it? What is it going to be like for fans that come in here to E3 and put their hands on a controller and making sure those experiences really show them what this game Marvel Spider-Man is all about? Yeah, yeah. And I, I've been really fortunate with that in their case because Insomniac's supremely good at doing that sort of thing. So like. A lot of developers can make games, but when you get them out there to talk about the game, sometimes it turns into an awkward thing. But Insomniac's like cream of the crop. So Brian, James, Ryan, like all those guys have been awesome at it. So I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Uh, so you said you were 125 
people in the studio when you started? Yeah, probably right around like 100, 125, somewhere in that ballpark. Where are you now? How many people uh, are you? We are, I think we may have just crested 300. Yeah. Uh, and a large chunk of those folks are working on Marvel Spider-Man. And we're like, right now at E3, I mean, it's funny, I see Insomniacs walking around, I'm like, you guys have to be finishing the game. What are you doing? Like, I know Eric's producer yeah. hat. Like, what is going on? Um, like, you're here for two hours and then you're going back to the studio, right? Yeah. Well, actually, I think it's good though. It's like this yeah, it's is good. a this yeah. is like a good morale boost. Everyone yeah. in the studio is working really hard. Uh, we've been working on this game for what, three and a half years. Yeah. Everybody's Almost like, four. Yeah, yeah, everyone's. Uh, you know, we're we're there's a little bit of us where we're a little tired, but we're pushing through to finish and. You know, seeing 50 kiosks and people running in here this morning to get in line and play is a good, good morale boost. I mean, there's banners all over the city, there's video billboards, yeah. there's daily bugle dispensers everywhere. So cool. There's um, walls you can climb, climb up on the Facebook booth, oh, yeah. all these it, different it, it's things. It's just insane. Yeah, and I, I do think this is super important for all the developers because like you get a really good sense of like why you make games in the first place. So, you know, I like seeing everybody here and like high-fiving like, oh my God, your game's so good. And just getting that sort of love is is why you do it. So it's pretty cool to see. Did you guys have any involvement with the Daily Bugles? That <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what they are. Yeah, there's a lot. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm curious because like, who wrote all the copy? Because it's really uh, good. It's really well so, done. So we yeah. have a there's an ad agency we work with called AKQA. They're yep. awesome. Uh, they that was one of their ideas, and we loved it immediately. Um, and so they came up with kind of we worked with them to come up with like here's the things that have happened in the game. We wanted it to be in world, so like it's basically the daily bugle the morning after the raft breakout. Yeah. So it recounts events, it recounts some of the other events in the game that have just happened as well that you may be seeing little glimpses of in trailers. They wrote it with a lot of help from our writing team and from Eric and myself. My team created a bunch of the um, imagery that you see in it. So we made a bunch of new kind of uh, photos, I guess. I don't want to call them screenshots, but yeah, kind of photos yeah. of some of the characters and stuff that the stories talk about. And so there's just a lot of people who are collaborating to make sure that that felt very authentic, very in-universe. And then we also have an online edition and that online edition is events that happened prior to the game. So some of the stories about, you know, you saw Electro break out the other night. Well, you can hear a little bit about the story of how Spider-Man put Electro away to begin with, which happened before the game. Nice. And there's also the prequel novel, yes. right? The prelude book. So that's cool. There's lots of bits and pieces from story-wise that lead up into the game. Yeah, we worked with David List to write a prequel novel. Um, our creative director, Bill Roseman, has a great history of working with David. David's a great author. He's written some really cool novels. So it's a good lead-in to the events of the game. And it actually, as you read it, you get to the end of it, and it's like the events of the game start when the novel ends. So it's like just a seamless transition into it. And uh, excited for people to get their hands on it. That's going to come out in late August. Nice. So as a time we're recording this, little under three months to go. Yep. What is a day-to-day -day like for each of you at this point in like the, the craziness scramble? Lots of fire. <laughs> no, it's a mix of, um, you know, it's it's crazy because uh, the whole team and Insomniac's heads down working on the game. They're they're super hard just making it as good as it can be. So, you know, we're, we're sort of just letting them make their magic and, and sort of taking a, a back seat. We, we talk to them uh, daily, daily, daily yeah, at this point. We yeah. talk every day. We talk every day, for sure. And, um, you know, it's just one of those things where we're producing 
great assets to talk about the game, but also they're just in the uh, midst of just polishing it, making it more and more beautiful. Like, I was watching the demo on the show floor, and I'm like, this looks amazing. And then I know all these other parts, I'm like, wow, they even made that look better. Like, it's getting better and better. And so, like, I think people are just going to be blown away by the end result, so. Yeah, it's the team's working hard. Uh, I think, like, we have a, we're nice because we, sometimes gonna look ahead and kind of spot yeah. stuff for people. So I've been playing the game a lot, kind of just trying to help, you know, basically the last six weeks have been all E3 or plus that so we did Game Informer for that. So uh, planning events and yeah. then uh, making sure Easter eggs are cool. That's a big part of the job right you know, now. I, I want to say one of the funny polished things, like Andrew Reiner wrote the Game Informer cover piece and uh, he was playing and he was going down to the pedestrians the other night mm -hmm. and he was like trying to do like interacts, you know, cause you can like take a selfie with all the pedestrians or do stuff. And he, uh, and he was also throwing stuff, like he was like grabbing like manhole covers and throwing them. And he threw one in a pedestrian duck, but then the pedestrian pulled a gun on him and started shooting at him. And that was something we just added like yeah. a couple weeks ago where like, there's, there's muggers, yeah. people, there are yeah. pedestrians that like have something against Spider-Man and will pull a gun and randomly attack you. And he was like, holy crap, what the? And he was like, that was the craziest thing. I'm like, dude, we just put that in. So that's the kind of stuff where it's like, now people are like, we're crushing all the bugs, we're polishing, and we're adding just tiny little things that make that experience crazy and give you those little moments that well, you'll, you'll remember. Yeah, lots of high fives. Lots of high fives are being added. Yeah. <laughs> lots of different kinds of high fives. Yeah, though. exactly. You know, like, not everybody high fives the same way. No, yeah, that's true. You gotta look at the elbow, or right. sometimes you want something fancy. There's like a pattern to some of them, yeah. it's crazy. Yeah. yeah. So you mentioned you play the game. Have you? Played through the game sequentially, like beginning to end. Several times. Several, several times. times. Several times. Several yeah. times. Yeah. Like the game's been hooked up like that. So like Since, uh, six months, probably. Yeah, at least. Yeah. yeah. So you've been able to play it pretty well. I mean, even before that, a little more jerky, but like with some hitches. But like it's been pretty well hooked up, so you can just download the latest version on our network and and get through the whole game. Um, that said, it's transformed a ton in six yes. months. Like, if you looked at what it's we had six game. months ago versus what we have now, it's it's really, really yeah. uh, impressive how far we've come. It's so. a different game up from a month ago. Like, yeah. they, they put so much, like, just development time into every little detail at this point that, like, every time you get a new build, you're like, wow, I didn't know I could do that. And yeah. that's super exciting. Yeah, it, it looks and feels and plays so different from just those, like, couple months ago. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's really interesting. For you guys, just as fans, what are your favorite types of games to play? And what are your favorite, like, if you were to pick a game that was like, all right, you gotta pick one game, go, that's what you're gonna play, what do you play? So, I do wanna say one thing about Spider-Man before I go into this, because yes. what I do right now, when I'm sort of like, need to relax and stress out, I just go around the city and I swing. Me too. You just sort of like, get into this flow, and it's like, if you do um, sort of swing really, fast and then do the web dive down and then zoop and then just like skim along the surface of the street and go back up and just repeat that. It's like the best flow and you just relax. It's just this weird thing. So I love doing that in the game and games like that I've always loved and that sort of leads into what I what I really enjoy. I've, I've loved Tetris and Luminous like my entire life. Those sort of like obsessive, sort of compulsive games where you got to make little blocks and I'm stuff. I'm a Dr. Mario guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those pills, man. Yeah, and so like I'm really excited. I actually want to go play Tetris Effect soon yeah. and check that out because um, that looks like the combination of the two things I love most in gaming. So yeah. put on I'm that VR helmet and just get absorbed by the Tetris. Right in there. Um, I'm an yeah. L shape. <laughs> I've always been like a story, like single player guy more than anything else. Yeah. Like from Ratchet and Clank to. Um, you know, the Zelda games, Ocarina of Time would be one of my all-time mm. favorites. Breath of the Wild sucked me in for 100 hours. Yep. But, you know, the Uncharted games, Last of Us, yep. and um, I love working on those type of games. And 
So it's really exciting to do that. I've been playing, I've been playing a ton of Spider-Man. Played God of War recently, which is great. I yeah. played through Detroit, uh, Become Human. So yeah. I've gotten managed to find some cracks of time, and I know we're going to be on the road a lot in the next few months promoting this thing. So I've got my Switch loaded up with a bunch of things as well. But yeah. um, I love that you guys say you just want to play Spider-Man because yeah. you're so engulfed in it, yet still, that's yeah. it's. Wonderful to hear. I don't remember. I mean, like the Ratchet games, I could play over and over again. But it's like this game in particular. It's like I played. I put in multiple long playthroughs of like doing almost all the side activities, the whole story, and then I want to do it again. And like when I'm doing it again a couple a month later, I'm like, oh, I just got to keep playing this. Like yeah. I can't put it down. And that I think is is a little weird for a game I've been we've been working on this long to still be this into playing it. I will say I love, so, you know, everyone loves the Spider-Man 2 game that Neversoft made way back in the day. I reviewed that game. Uh, <laughs> my crazy story about that is Activision, like, oh, we want to get a review on Cinescape and we want it, like, the day the game comes out, but um, we can't send it to you. So we need to fly you out to Activision and we'll put you in a conference room and you can play it. And so like, I literally flew out to Activision, and it was weird because it was very last minute, too. I flew out to Activision, like, the weekend, or the game was coming out on a Friday, and I flew out to Activision on, like, a... Uh, Tuesday, and I played all day Wednesday, and I flew home Thursday, and and I wrote the review like Wednesday night, and it was great, and I loved it. I got home Thursday, and there's a FedEx package with sealed copies of it at the door, and I was just like, <laughs> what did I just do? I just flew I, to play a game that's now on my on my doorstep when I get home. But then the crazy thing was, is I was like, actually, I want to play this some more. I just been there playing it all day, and I unwrapped it, and you know, I haven't felt that like in a long time, and I think our game captures some of that same feeling. So I'm, I'm excited for people to get their hands on it. Have you guys talked to a lot of the fans after they play? Oh, yeah. Their yeah. reactions? Oh, God, like, yeah. What do you think the, the thing that fans most get excited about here at E3? They just want more time. They're always <laughs> like, oh, can I, oh, it's over? Oh, no. Oh, yeah. like, oh, I have to get back in line? That's That's been the number one reaction. Yeah. I think everyone, the swinging has been the other Swing, one. Like, everyone just loves it. Combat people love. Um, they, we had some people randomly pop by the booth yesterday. Uh, Jack Black and Tim Schafer just showed up out of the blue, which was really cool. And him and his son were playing, and they both got to the Shocker fight. And he's like, this is a race now. It's on. And so, like, that sort of thing, that sort of spirit of competition, even within, you know, just the, the single-player narrative is, is really cool. They love that. And, um, you know, I've, I've heard that from a few people where they just want to try and like explore every little thing. I was like, you can't do everything in 15 minutes. No. Don't even try. Yeah, <laughs> but... well, and, it's, and that's actually one of the things we wanted for this thing. One of the things I kept telling people in something, like, we want this demo to have so much stuff that people walk away from it like, oh, I like I worked for Harry Osborne. I did a research station for yeah. him. And I'm like, what? What was? It? I didn't do that. Like, I I found some backpack and like did some crazy thing where I chased the drones around the city. Where was Stop that? Some and like one guy was like from the party the other night. He's like playing. I was like, oh, I was like, did you fight the shocker? And he's like, you can fight the shocker. And I'm like, yeah, dude, you gotta let go to the bank when Yuri calls you. And he's like, oh, and he ran back to get in line and go play it again. And so it was like that idea of this demo is one that people can, you know, if you play it here or if you play it at another event. You'll play it, and then you could go back and have a completely different experience and do different content a second time. Uh, and that was one we were really excited about at Insomniac when we made this demo for for these events. And uh, it's been really cool to see that play out. Yeah, you weren't in the office last time I was there. I played like the first two hours of the game. And I was like, cool, I'm done. I I, it's not my game, so I like can't. I didn't want to play more and not. Like, I want to get into it. Right. Like, I yep. want to own my yep. version of the game and my stories, yes. which is really important because I think fans are going to be able to have their own 
stories that yeah. they explore and find during the game. I think that will be really cool to hear like how they went through the game, like what they chose to level up, what missions they chose to take on and that sort of thing. Um, you know, because if you like to do certain types of missions, you can go do those missions and focus on that. And so it's, it's really cool to see that. Yeah, and like all the suits are customizable. So like when you yeah. unlock a suit, it comes with powers and there's also mods for your suits. And you can swap whatever suit power onto whatever actual suit. So if you want to wear the noir suit but have the spider punk ability where you jam an electric guitar and blow all the enemies off their feet. Yeah. Have we talked about this much yet? Oh, you haven't? Okay. Uh. So spider punk, when you wear the spider, spider punk comes with a suit power where he literally pulls out a Spider-Man electric guitar and jams on it and all the enemies get knocked down. Custom made electric guitar yeah, by Insomniac. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's awesome. So what suits have we announced so far? Okay, I know so, there's a bunch. Yeah, so we've got the advanced suit, which is the new white spider suit you've all seen. Uh, we've spider got punk. Spider Punk. We've got Noir. Noir. We've got Iron the spider. Iron Spider from Marvel Studios uh, Avengers Infinity War. Yeah. Very good. Yeah, yeah you yeah. like that? Yeah. And then uh, <laughs> we also, from the Marvel Cinematic Universe, we have the homemade suit that you yes. saw in Spider-Man Homecoming. Yep. And, uh, a I, bunch more. <laughs> yeah, there, we have, that's just a little scratch of the surface. Sure. Yeah. So what was the process like? Was it Insomniac saying, here's all the suits we want to do? Is it, you know, Marvel Games saying, hey, this is what we got to do, this is what we, like, what's that collaboration like? So, uh, Gavin, who's the lead sort of character uh, artist at um, Insomniac, came up with a list, because he's awesome, and yeah. he was like, this is the stuff I want to work on, because I like doing, and he'll turn around a suit, he'll like, get it in 3D in like a day, and you'll be like, what, how did this happen? And it's, but it's not done, it's just like modeled in and rough and that sort of thing, but, and so he came up with this big list and we sort of went back and forth with them and thought about what fans would want most, what we'd like to play as and what we'd like to see. And then also just the idea of having some original sort of like creative designs that speak completely differently, which we haven't talked about much, so I'm going to stop talking. But, you know, we're doing that sort of thing. Yeah, it's about having like the some of the classic comic yep. stuff, some of the movie stuff yep. from the MCU and then and some original of the originals stuff. that are like... That. And we have some cool stuff. We have and really cool, cool show stuff. And My like, favorite suit is an original suit. Yeah. We also have DLC coming. Do you, so in your guys' playthrough, do you actually play through the DLC as well? Or is that sort of separate from the way you're thinking about it because it's not out yet? Yeah, I think that's another piece that we'll, I think about kind of separately. It's like yeah. I want to know what the experience people are going to get with the base game. And then um, we've got City That Never Sleeps. So we have three yeah. more pieces of content we're kind of really ramping up on now yeah. that the game's starting to be finished up. And those will come out after launch. Um, and so we'll kind of think about those as holistic pieces too. I want to think about how you're going to play it at home. You're going to get, you know, the base game. You're going to play that. And then at some point in the future, we're going to add this next piece of content. So I kind of want to play that content as a, as a drop too when, yeah. it's, when it's at that point. Awesome. Gentlemen, we're going to wrap up here. I appreciate you both taking the time, chatting. Uh, I feel like we need to do this more often. I adore yeah. both of you. And it's fun. And I'm so excited for Marvel Spider-Man coming to PlayStation 4, September 7th, 2018. We'll have tons more on the game real soon. All right, it's time for Community, uh, and I am so excited because we just launched a brand new Facebook page at facebook.com slash thisweekinmarvel, and we've already got one of my favorite community comments ever. The first one here comes from Fabricio Lopez, and he says, man, I love this podcast, and you know, it's helping me to improve my listening skills. I'm from Brazil, and I've been studying English for three years, and since the beginning, as I'm a Marvel fan since 1989, I chose Twin Podcast to help me on this challenge. 
In the beginning, it was very difficult to understand, but now it became easy to understand you guys. Thanks, Ryan, Jamie, Tucker, and all the previous hosts and guests. Today, I was listening to Jack Kirby's 101st birthday episode, and Ryan said that y'all were on the Facebook, so I decided to make this comment. That is so good. And then Fabrizio went on to say that he has been a Marvel collector since 1989. X-Men is his favorite team. And right now, he's reading the first John Byrne omnibus of his Fantastic Four run. And it is so good to hear from our fans around the world. I know we have many fans who are in the UK, of course, here in the US. Uh, Latin America makes me so happy. Huge population of Marvel fans out there. And it's, it's awesome. Thank you, Fabricio, for reaching out. And now from Twitter, uh, we got this cool post from Raf, who shared with us a poster that Mahmoud Asrar did for Comic-Con Paris. It's awesome. So cool. Thanks for sharing that, Raf. I would not probably not have seen that were it not for you. Chris Burzeth on the Twitter says, thanks for the mention. Retweet on the newest episode of TWIM. This week, I've been digging West Coast Avengers and Life of Captain Marvel. Simon Williams's TWIM of the week for August 29th is X-23 number three. He says, Gabby steals the show once again. I think we've got another X-23 issue next week, Simon. So get ready to pick it again. And Simon continues and says, Sad to say, I had never heard of Marie Severin until her passing. Still, I can certainly say the Marvel Universe is better for her helping to create Jessica Drew. Uh, You can find out about some of the amazing artists and writers who created and helped develop your favorite characters because their contributions are, are wonderful. Uh, but that's about it for this episode. I am probably, as you're listening to this, playing Marvel's Spider-Man for PlayStation 4, if, if we're being honest. Hopefully you will be too. Send me some tweets or post to our Facebook page about where you are in the game, how excited you are to play it, how many backpacks you found, all the good stuff. And we'll be back with another episode next week. I'm Ryan. This is Marvel, your universe. <laughs>